Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Visit Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or visit online at purdyinsurance.com. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Great to have you with us. After another blue-white game has come and gone, Sean out there with a lampshade dancing on top of a table at the in the parking lot. Don't you have any pride, man? Luckily, though, I took the lampshade off and was able to get a picture taken with the Heisman Trophy, which was really cool. Oh. Where'd you do that? They had the Heisman Trophy set up uh, above Gate B uh, by the escalators that take you up to the club level. So uh, they had that. Yeah, they had that set up there for uh, as soon as the gates opened up at 1.30. They had it there for the first half. And, uh, yeah, people were grabbing their phones, getting getting the uh, pictures taken with uh, a very rare opportunity. I I, I can tell you the last time they took the Heisman Trophy out of the All Sports Museum in quite a while. Uh, well, they have one over at, foot, at football, too, so there are a couple versions of it. Very nice. So you're... It was just cool seeing the fans' reaction. They're kind of walking past it, and then they slow down. It's like, wait, <laughs> that's Cappy. That's Cappy's Eisman. Let's get a picture. <laughs> just so you know, Cappy's got one, too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Uh, but... Uh, uh, did I ever tell you the John Capaletti entrance story? I've not actually. I, you've probably mentioned that here on the show, but I've actually not heard it. Jack Ham and I were doing the pregame show outside the Jordan Ticket Center. Okay. So we always have to make that walk back. So if you want, I always tape the pregame show with James Franklin. And then. We go inside, or you know, or if it was Joe Paterno, same thing. It was on tape. Bill O'Brien was on tape. Tom Bradley, right? Well, so that covers us walking back to the to the stadium. So the two of us walk back to the stadium, and we get to security. And security's no big deal for me because I've already gone through it once, and at that point, I don't have anything on me. Uh, you know, then there was out of a briefcase or anything like that, so I, I can sail through. Uh, Jack is going through usually for the first time, so he has his briefcase with him. So we're standing in line, and I go through, and then Jack, they're looking at his bag, and John Capaletti is right next to us. And John has tickets to sit up in the box on our side. 
And they scan the first ticket, and they get nothing. And they keep scanning nothing, scanning nothing, scanning again nothing. And so they take a second ticket, scan nothing, scan it again nothing. I finally looked over, and I said, the, the security guy's name was Truman. I said, Truman, I said we've had one Heisman Trophy winner. Let him in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to get picky over tickets for the Heisman guy? Yeah. Not like we've had a hundred here. <laughs> yeah, so maybe two after next year. We'll have to wait and see how things shake out. Well, we'll see. Yes, we will see. I, I, I don't put a lot of stock in that stuff anymore, as you know. Um, if he gets if if something great were to happen to him, great. That'd be great for the team. Great for him. That means if he's had a great season, the team's having a great season. Uh, you know, and uh, going in, I don't have a lot of. You know, excitement about that. Uh, I just want to see how it plays out. Hey, we'll take a break. Uh, brought to you by Purdy Insurance on News Radio 1070 WKOK. All right, so this is the difference between Sean and the suit. Sean goes to get his picture with the Heisman Trophy. The suit thinks he's won the Heisman Trophy. It just—I mean, yeah, I mean, doesn't it worry you? Very concerned. Yeah, I mean, I get very concerned about that stuff. Like, no, Kevin, you didn't win. <laughs> what do you mean? Then he goes to All marketing. Right. It's like, can I at least have it for a day? Can I rent it out for a day? <laughs> can I have you win the Stanley Cup? <laughs> Cup for a yeah. day? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this is what we have today, by the way. Bruce Feldman from Fox Sports is going to join us today. Uh, Bruce was actually at a full practice. Uh, it was not one of those, you know, come in the last couple of minutes uh, and then try and get an impression out of that, which is not easy to do. He was able to go to a full practice, get some real impressions compared to other places that he saw along the way. We'll talk to Bruce Feldman at 4.06. Matt Leon today as well in the next half hour. Coming up tomorrow, Corey Chavis. 11 years in the NFL, CBS Sportsnet NFL draft analyst. He'll be with us at 4.35 tomorrow. No show on Thursday because of the Phillies, but it also opens the door for us to have uh, complete coverage of round one of the NFL draft from CBS Sports Radio from 8 to midnight because the Phillies are scheduled during the day. So while it'll uh, take our show away for one day, it also will open up the you know, a day where we'll have the Phillies on followed by the NFL draft. It's not bad. It's a pretty good day broadcast-wise we can do that. So that's what we have lineup-wise coming up, and we're looking forward to that. So uh, they'll give everybody an idea of uh, where we're going with the draft, with Penn State football, and so forth. 1-800-795-9565 is the number. It is great to have all of you on board with us today on this Monday. It was a, a big weekend here, a lot going on, and... Yeah, I mean, yesterday was the uh, paternal run uh, to benefit Special Olympics, the eighth uh, annual event. And uh, standing up on the stage with James Franklin yesterday, and the two of us are looking out, and uh, 
just the sea of people. So impressive yesterday to see that happen. Just an absolute sea of people. And you know, you really get the impression of them when you're elevated up on the stage looking at that. That's uh tells you how many people wanted to do something to help out Special Olympics. And finishing at the fifty, it's a pretty cool deal. Uh it does get to the point where you walk through the tunnel so many times in your own personal lifetime where maybe you do take it for granted. Uh, but then you realize when you watch the fans going through and they're holding up their phones as they run into the stadium, or if they're a walker, they've got their phones on as they walk into the stadium and get to go in the field and finish at the 50-yard line. It's a pretty special deal for all of them. That was, that was neat. It was good. Grant Haley came out yesterday. Let's see. Grant Haley came out. Jason Cabinda came out. Ryan Monk was there. Billy Fessler was there. Um, let's see. Then Lamar Stevens, Josh Reeves, and Nazir Bostic for the basketball team were there yesterday. They had a lot of people there for it. Uh, just representing, you know, just to be in the category of encouragement and so forth. Uh, yeah, that was that was really well done. Actually, one of my high school classmates, her husband and their son, ran the five k yesterday. They're posting oh, great. pictures on Facebook on that. So yeah, very cool. What a scene too. Yeah, you're right because there was a lot of folks that had uh, Facebook videos with the uh, you know the start with all the uh, you know folks running alongside the stadium. What a, re- a beautiful day too. Yeah, no, it's a great day. Great day. Um, and, and the weather turned out terrific. The only thing that got me at one point was um, I was uh, driving from, I had to go from Hints because I spoke to the Lion Ambassadors yesterday morning. And when I was done with that, I had to drive from Hints over to Beaver Stadium so I could then get the race going with James and Franco Harris and so forth. Okay. So I'm driving down Curtin Road, and I'm not quite to the creamer yet. And these two guys who are warming up, and they're you know they're just warming up for the race, are running right down the middle of the road at my car. Now there's to my right is this very wide, ten foot wide sidewalk. You couldn't run there. <laughs> there's nobody over there. I'm a car. I'm in a car. <laughs> so I I had to stop and and wait for them to go around me. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but there's the common sense there did not kick in. It did not kick in. <laughs> I like you got to be kidding me. There's a, a completely empty ten foot wide sidewalk just over here. You can run to your heart's content. Uh, you're running right down the middle of the road. I'm like, I had to stop the car because I didn't know what they were going to do. I just, so I just stopped and let them go around and go by me. I was like, really? <laughs> Don't tell me you own the road. I mean, if you did that, you would have been on the opposite side with the traffic behind you. But it was no harm, no foul. Was it in, in the movie uh, Running Scared? 
with Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines. No autopsy, no foul. <laughs> the blue-white game, uh, I think pretty much played out the way the spring played out. Uh, Jonathan Highland was really good. He was really good all spring. Mark Allen and Andre Robinson were really good. They were really good all spring. Tommy Stevens was really good. Juwan Johnson was really good. Aaron Monroe was really good. Manny Bowen, Koa Farmer, all really good. Sharif Miller, really good. That's the way it was during the spring. Now, you did not get a chance to see Grant Haley, Jason Cabinda, uh, Saquon Barkley, Trying to think who else. Mike Gesicki. Who else didn't participate? They're all healthy. There's zero wrong with any of them. But they were held out because there's no need to do anything else. I mean, they don't have anything to prove in a stage like that. The next time they have something to prove is going to be uh, when it comes to uh, time to play Akron on September 2nd. That's the next time they have something to prove. So they don't have anything, you know, they have to worry about that. Uh, trying to think who didn't. Let's see. Man didn't. I didn't mention Brendan Man. Man didn't. Barkley didn't. Oh, Marcus Allen didn't. Kasicki didn't. Cabinda didn't. I'm trying to think. Grant Haley didn't. And they're all perfectly healthy. There's nothing wrong with it. So if you're wondering if um, if you're wondering if there's anything wrong with any of them, there was zero wrong with them. Which we tried to point out in the broadcast several times while Sean was posing, uh, posing with the Heisman Trophy. I mean, I mean, the suit tried to make a speech. You're like, well, what are you doing? I mean, that kind of drove people away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just to make it clear for me, I was not actually mimicking the Heisman pose behind the Heisman Trophy. I was just nicely standing behind the trophy, just kind of leaning forward toward it. Ah, but that's you. <laughs> you know, I mean, subtle. That, 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 subtle. that's you. Subtle, you know. I mean, a couple of years ago, we're you know we're playing golf over at Susquehanna Valley Country Club, and the suit took out the chutter, and the chutter was able to get. And usually, when he hits the chutter, it usually gets within about fifteen feet, not as close as you want it, but you know. And then he strikes uh, strikes a pose, like, hey, excuse me, we're still fifteen feet away. Mind if I chip? <laughs> <laughs> next week, tournaments next week, getting closer. I love playing in that tournament. I I I really enjoy the the, the country club. Uh Susquehanna Valley is a great layout. Really enjoy it. Love the people. I mean, just love them. Uh getting out there, you know, Bonnie does a great job with the Greater Susquehanna Valley YMCA, all the Purdies. Oh, man, the Purdy family. What a great group of people. To see Adam Purdy out there. You know, Steve, of course, he's tremendous. I mean, then we do the show out there. We have a lot of fun with it. And we're sitting up on that patio, that veranda area. 
and we're looking down at the golf course from the first hole. You know, the ninth green is in front of us, the first tee box down the hill to the first hole, and looking at it, all those mountains across the range of the valley, it is absolutely gorgeous. There are very few uh, you know, non-game days of the year, because you know how much I enjoy game day. Very, very much. There are very few non-game days of the year I enjoy more than being at that tournament. Uh, to me, it is, I can't wait to find out when it's going to be. I can't wait to circle it, uh, say yes to it right away. The cause is great. Uh, the Purdy family is great. And the people in the tournament are just terrific. They all stop by and say hi. They always say hi to Judy Carr and everybody comes through. It's just and you get a chance to experience it for the first time. Cannot wait till next Wednesday. Looking forward to yeah. it very, very much. Yeah. Sue always used to bring a Sharpie, and it, 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 he was never able to take it out. <laughs> what? So we, uh, that is nine days away. Five seven zero two eight six fifty six thirty six. That's the number at the Greater Susquehanna Valley, uh, Greater Susquehanna Valley YMCA in Sunbury. Give them a call and lock up your foursome. Like I said, I love playing in that tournament. I mean, everything about I me. Mean, get there in the morning, got some pastries and some coffee. Then we have a great lunch. I mean, the spread once we're finished is tremendous. We do the show out there. People are stopping by and saying hi. Uh, it's uh, the it is one completely fun day for me. It's worth every mile I drive in and every mile I drive back. So look forward to seeing everybody next Wednesday. Is the suit going to play? outside and clean up the yard. Yes, dear. Springtime means cleanup time, even at Sunbury Motors Ford. Sunbury Motors Spring Inventory Cleanup has begun. Once a year, SMC takes their entire new Ford inventory and prices them at levels not seen before. SMC is where you want to be to choose from 33 Ford Escapes starting in 19380. Sunbury Motors has sold over 40,000 new Ford trucks in the past 102 years. SMC is where you want to be to choose from over four city blocks of new Ford trucks. F-150 starting at an amazing $24,919. SMC is where you want to be if you want a brand new Ford Focus from $14,835. SMC is where you want to be for a 2017 Edge starting at $27,420. SMC has your next Ford Explorer ready to roll at an unheard of $29,835. Sunbury Motors Ford in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury. SMC satisfying more customers selling more cars. A tradition of trust since 1915. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by the wonderful people at Purdy Insurance. Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. The best in the business. The best in the business. They make sure you get the right insurance for the right price. There's a claim. They go right to work as if it happened to them. 
That's what great customer service is all about. That's what Purdy Insurance is all about. Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Truman H. Purdy Memorial Golf Tournament a week from Wednesday. Susquehanna Valley Country Club. Get all the greater Susquehanna Valley YMCA. They'll give you details about how you can get your foursome in. I'm in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Bruce Feldman, Fox Sports, next half hour. Tomorrow, Corey Chavis, 11 years in the NFL, now a draft analyst for CBS Sports. He joins us tomorrow. In a few moments, Matt Leon from Philadelphia. First of all, this day in sports history, in 1961, Sandy Koufax of the Dodgers struck out 18 batters, becoming the first major league pitcher to do so on two different occasions. 1963, the Celtics won their fifth straight NBA title. That team was so good, John Havlicek came off the bench. 1994, David Robinson of the Spurs scored 71 points against the Clippers. That was the final game of the season. Robinson wins the scoring title. There was about as much defense played in that game as the NBA All-Star game. And in 2003, the mighty Ducks of Anaheim beat the Dallas Stars 4-3 in five overtimes in Game 1 of the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Peter Sikora scored 48 seconds into the fifth overtime, ending the game as the fourth longest in NHL history. The final time of the game was 140 minutes. 148, excuse me, 140 minutes, 48 seconds. Wow. All right, the NFL draft is in Philadelphia. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Matt Leon joins us from Philadelphia. Matt, welcome. It is great to have you with us. Good to be with you. All right. Uh, I was talking about the draft earlier, and I felt that the Eagles' draft options, in my opinion, really deal with if there's a run on quarterbacks in front of them. There is, then it's a wide-open array for the Eagles. If not, then they have to be more specific. How do you look at that? I think any run on quarterback, given where they are with Carson Wentz, is, is obviously would be a godsend for them because it would almost be like moving up a couple of picks because right. it's a position they're not interested in at all, especially in the specifically in the first round. Uh, I I think right at the top of the list, I think given how deep everyone seems to think this draft is in cornerbacks, I think that's got to be a focus because they they need help there. They haven't done a lot in free agency there. Uh, I think cornerbacks right at the top of the list. You keep see you have people come circling back to running back. Um, I think that's a. I think they will get a running back out of this draft that will have to play a role in 2017. I just don't know if it'll be the first round. Uh, past that, then I think it's wide open. I mean, you could still take wide receiver, although they've done an awful lot to address that position. Right. Uh, but if uh, you know a kid, they think that can be a real playmaker is there because as much as they did address the position. Uh, they kind of did it in the short term with Alshon Jeffrey and Torrey Smith. Uh, so if they've got a kid they think that can really be big time, uh, you know, that's a possibility. But I think it's quarterback right at the top followed by running back. And then I would kind of bunch most other positions uh, together after that. So we'll have to wait and see. Mike Mayock uh, made an observation that the Dallas Cowboys, for example, and we know how badly they need an edge rusher. I mean, let's face it, between Hardy and Gregory, they've been trying to fill that spot for years. Uh, but they used 
Of their 30 on-campus visits, 28 were to look at defensive players. Do you have any idea what kind of mix the Eagles have with their on-campus visits? Uh, not specifically on campus, but I know uh, you've heard a lot of different names, uh, and it's really been a pretty good split as far as guys that they yeah. really kind of dug in deep with. Uh, that's why this is really wide open, because I really do. I mean, not that it doesn't always depend on this, but I think it's really going to depend on how things play out in front of them, and I don't think it's crazy to think they might make a deal, too, either to move up or move down. That's uh, one thing they've never been as shy about uh, moving around on draft day. Um, so I think uh, right now they're at 14. Wouldn't surprise me. I don't know how much further you can go up. I don't think they want to mortgage uh, you know the future like they did last year to get Wentz. Uh, but I think it's also possible maybe they move down a few ticks to uh, maybe grab an extra third or fourth round pick. But they're not going to. You know, I, I think they're. There's also a little bit of PR pressure because the draft is in Philadelphia this year. So they have they have trade out of the first round in the past, but I think uh, that would be really tough to do with uh, all these fans waiting for it this season. Well, I don't think they mortgage the future to get Wentz. I think they enhance their future by getting him. Uh, oh, yeah, but I, and they I, actually I, – I know what you mean, though. <laughs> yeah. And to their credit, they restocked a lot of those picks in yeah, other deals. They sure did. So, they sure yeah. did. They're very smart about it. We, we're talking about running backs. Now, I know it, Mike Mayock says that Minnesota, Green Bay, Jacksonville, and Cincinnati are the four that have contacted Joe Mixon the most, and, they, and he thinks he's a second-round pick. If the Eagles were to somehow, and like the complete speculation, were to pick him, would it play in Philadelphia? It's a good question because the last couple of days I've read a lot of things connecting them to him. Um, I think like it would probably be split. I think there'd be a lot of people quite upset about it that uh, you know the things that uh, in his past uh, don't, no matter how good he is, uh, don't warrant him the. Being give having the privilege of being in the NFL, but then I think I'm sure there's a lot of fans that would be able to look past that as awful as some of those things are, and uh, just focus on what he does uh, on the field. I think, uh, you know, I think it, I think it would be split. I don't know which way it it would go. I think the uh, the side that would be anti them taking him would be much louder than the uh, than the side that would be okay with him taking them. But um, I don't know. But I will say I've heard I've read several things in the last couple of days that seems like there is some momentum, specifically in that second round, like you mentioned, uh, uh, with the Eagles being interested. All right, with the draft being in Philadelphia, in a city that's hosted so many big events uh, along the way, the Democratic National Convention was there last summer. The Pope had been there before that. Uh, this isn't on that scale. But what is the buzz in Philadelphia like about having the draft there for the first time ever? I think there's excitement, but uh, there are because they're doing it in the art museum area. Yes, uh, it is causing some traffic headaches that are just going to get exponentially worse as this weekend as this week goes on. What do you mean they've got uh, they've got the Schuylkill Express? Well, yeah, they're good. Uh, that, we can go crowd. two lanes in any direction, yeah, wherever you want to go. Right, they got the Blue Route. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but uh, what else is interesting? Got to keep in mind pen relays this week as well. Oh, that's right. So, you know, I mean, University City is a nightmare to maneuver, you know, at Saturday at 4 o'clock when nothing's happening. 
Uh, now you're going to drop the Penn Relays, and then, you know, that is close enough, I think, to the art museum area where it's uh, going to cause a lot of traffic headaches. I think that's the one thing people are concerned about is, you know, starting probably Wednesday night, just trying to, to get around the city. Uh, but overall, I think people are looking forward to uh, to the draft. I think there is some intrigue because it's never been here before and because it's, uh, you know, being developed on such a large scale down there. It's such a big area. Uh, so the, the turnout should be good. What, what's the game, since it's in your hometown, what's the game plan of your station with it? Uh, we'll probably be there along the parkway uh, for some of the day. Uh, we'll have uh, several reporters. Uh, news and sports angles, uh, you know, covering the whole thing. And, uh, you know, obviously uh, with the Eagles, you know, I would imagine, I actually I'm not positive about this, if their war room is still going to be at their, their team headquarters or if there is something mm-hmm. in place for them to have it, uh, you know, closer to, for more of a theater effect. Uh, we'll have to wait and see on that. All right. It, crystal ball time. Well, I mean, let's have a little bit of fun here. Who do you think they should pick first? That's it. I think the kid. What's the name of the the cornerback from Ohio State, Lattimore? Yeah, Lattimore. Yeah, and, and Lattimore, Lattimore. I thought Lattimore one, Hooker two, and then Conley three. In terms of how I looked at their DBs last year, Lattimore I thought was a terrific corner for them when he was their nickel as a freshman for a redshirt mm-hmm. freshman. I mean, he's got great speed. I mean, so you would think that if they went that direction, you think people would be pleased with it? Oh, I think so. I think because people will kind of understand. And if you look at the way they approached the offseason, uh, you know, they had a desperate need of cornerback, and they really didn't do much. I think they brought in the, the guy Patrick Robinson, uh, the veteran, but he is more of just a placeholder than anybody to, to, to hang a hat on. Uh, and they have Jalen Mills, who did a nice job in the slot last year. But both guys that started last year aren't going to be here. So they need people. And that, you know, they need specifically just kind of need bodies. So it leads me to believe I would be very surprised, uh, if they don't get, if they don't go corner in the first round, they absolutely will in the second. Cause I cannot imagine them getting out of the first couple rounds of this thing without getting a corner. They feel confident they can plug in. Uh, you know, as far as Lattimore, I, I think he'd be a great pick. Uh, some of the things I'm reading, it might be a stretch to think he'd be there at 14. Right. And maybe that's where maybe you move around, see if you can get up to 9 or 10. And if, you know, if you get lucky enough, the teams start pulling the trigger on quarterbacks ahead of you, then, you know, the rest of the, uh, the, the field stays open. Uh, but uh, if not Lattimore, maybe the Connolly kid's another name I've heard a lot, too. Yeah. Hey, Matt, does Chris Long fill that hole at defensive end? Because I know that with Jim Schwartz's defense, it relies a lot on the front four. Do you think Chris Long fills that hole, or do you think they're going to look there early as well? I think that's a possibility. I don't know if it's early, unless there's somebody they absolutely love. Um, you know, they didn't get much last year out of Connor Baldwin. As wonderful a human being as Connor Baldwin is, and uh, was truly a credit to the city of Philadelphia on and off the field. Uh, he didn't do much uh, rushing the passer last year uh, in their scene. I think that Long could be a guy, you know, short term for a year or two that gives them that type of uh, pass rush. But I think that uh, they let defensive end is another area where they could try to grab somebody 
but I don't think it will be early. I think uh, in the short term, to answer your question in a roundabout way, uh, I think uh, Long kind of fills that need in the short term. Be forewarned if the Eagles win the Super Bowl, he's not going to go to the White House. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Know that going in. (laughs) Know that going in. Hey, thanks so much. Appreciate it, Matt. Have a good time with it this week. I will do. Thank you very much. All right. Matt Leon from Philadelphia will come back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK. When you buy insurance, it's serious business. Because if something happens and you don't have the right coverage, you're out of luck and maybe out of business. So if you need insurance, business, home, auto, or flood, ask your agent about Selective. No gimmicks, just great coverage and great response. Get to know your local selective agent, Pretty Insurance, on Market Street in Sunbury or at prettyinsurance.com. Find out what Pretty Insurance can do for you. Okay, under the category of they check everything, uh, Jabril Peppers tested positive for a diluted sample at the NFL Combine. Uh, now, he's the second prospect to test positive for a dilute sample. Alabama linebacker Reuben Foster also did. Uh, Adam Schefter of ESPN was told that Peppers, and we know that Peppers has a history of cramping, was ill after flying from Indian, uh, to Indianapolis from San Diego. He, They claim he drank 8 to 10 bottles of water because he was the first athlete to run for both the linebackers and the defensive backs. And although he worked out of two positions in Indianapolis, Peppers has said that he sees himself playing safety in the NFL. Um, Foster told NFL.com that the positive test for him came after he tried to rehydrate himself after coming down with what he believed was food poisoning. He said that before the combine, he had been vomiting, cramping, and suffering from um, diarrhea, and that he declined IVs and instead got medication from a doctor. Uh, right now for Peppers, they... Uh, they say he's the 15th overall pick going to Indianapolis. Now, who knows what that means? Just means that they think he's a solid first-round pick. Yeah, it's all pretty simple. I mean, you know what? If, if everything's fine with him, if I were him, I'd look at everybody and say, "Look, you want to test me again? Test me, test me right now." But yeah, those are the two guys that tested for a diluted sample. Uh, Warren Sapp says he's baffled by the fact that Miles Garrett would be the first overall pick in the draft. Now, Miles Garrett, I mean, is um, as I said before, this is not a draft that is deep in true first rounders, and there is no doubt. When I watched Miles Garrett at Texas A and M. I thought he was really, really good, but I did not once sit back and go, whoa, he is great. He was he was definitely blockable, and he also had um, 
injury issues during his final season. Um, so, so we'll see with the draft coming up what that means. Uh, Bruce Feldman next half hour. We'll talk about college football. He was at Penn State's football practice. I want to say ten days ago. He was here. And he got to watch the entire practice. I mean, he, he was he was able to talk to the coaches, watch an entire practice, see how it played out. But he also got to see a lot of other practices from other teams, other schools. And I don't sense that he's going to go to Italy to watch the three practices for Michigan. Jim Harbaugh, by the way, tossed out of a mall in Italy today for throwing a football inside the mall. They do have the ability to make news. The Michigan program does. They do have that ability. And they do make news. They're not getting much of anything out of this trip except the cultural part of it because uh, I guess they're going to have some a scrimmage against each other. But it's not. For example, when a basketball team in Penn State's going on, you're allowed to go on a foreign tour once every four years. And Penn State's going to take its one coming up in August. And volleyball has been to Cuba. It's been to Brazil. Uh, baseball, of course, had that trip to Cuba 18 months ago. As examples of other programs that have gone on trips, women's basketball goes on trips all the time. And But the difference is, is that you're doing the cultural part of it, yes, which is good. But you're also playing games against other people. You're testing it out, see how much better you got working together in the you know, at least you're getting like basketball gets 3 to 4 games out of it. Uh, you know, volleyball gets 3 to 4 matches out of it. But The football team, what are they going to do? Play the, the, the Milan championship team? But no, they're not going to play anybody. Not allowed to. So, <laughs> that's the part that's different by than sending a basketball or a volleyball team or whomever overseas is that. They're the ones that, in the end, get to play against other competition in those countries. Football can't do that. There's nobody out there to play, for one thing. And number two, you're not allowed to do it. Crazy. But I'm sure, hey, look, let's be honest about it. This will be an experience that the players of Michigan will never forget. I'm sure going to Italy is an experience that they'll never forget. Sure is different, though. 
All right, Bruce Feldman, next half hour. Play-by-play call of the day. Thanks to Matt Leano joining us in this half hour. Today's show brought to you by Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. We're your home for news, sports, weather, and your home for the Phillies. News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury.